Hey, Dylan Kelly here, host of the Wave Break Podcast. Excited to get into this episode, but first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way, and that is by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they do this, but they never deliver on their promises, and you need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Klaviyo comes in. Klaviyo helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. And that's why 10,000 innovative brands, including all of our clients at Wavebreak, have switched to Klaviyo. Now, What's the secret to building those customer relationships? Tune in to Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock exact marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going all year round. Just head over to clavio.com slash beyond BF for more. Link is going to be down in the show notes below. back everybody to another episode of the Waybreak podcast i'm your host dylan kelly founder of Waybreak. if you're new here my name is dylan kelly i'm the founder of a company called Waybreak. we are an e-commerce email marketing agency we help rising e-commerce brands maximize their email revenue by building and managing profitable email campaigns so we've got the systems figured out we add them to your business and you make a ton of money and you scale your business so that's why I'm really excited for this episode. So today I'm joined by Logan Christopher. He's co-founder and CEO of a company called Lost Empire Herbs. And here's the deal. Ad costs keep rising and they're only going to get more expensive in 2020. So what does that mean for your e-commerce store? Like, are you going to be able to keep growing it? Are you going to have to start worrying about cash flow? Is your business going to completely disappear? That's why I started Wavebreak because I used to do CRO. We were a CRO firm. We'd go in and uh, do conversion rate optimization, optimize landing pages, improve your conversion rate. But guess what? CRO is a band-aid. Like CRO is great and it can move the needle if you're doing, you know, like over 25 million a year and you have the traffic for it. But it's not a lever. Like it's not the lever that email is. Like email is a found- email can literally do some crazy things and we're going to talk about it today, but Listen, if, if Facebook or one of your ads channels disappears overnight, it's like that's what happened to one of my CRO clients back in the day. Like fa- they had to fire me uh, because they lost all their Facebook ads traffic because a competitor entered the space and just drove up the cost of ads. And this was a multi-million dollar Shopify store. Um, and they ended up recovering and, and figuring things out, but email was a big part of what they were doing. Like what would you do if that happened? And that's why I'm really excited today to talk to Logan Christopher because we dive into that and uh, he doesn't have to worry about ads getting more expensive, um, you know, whether it's Google, whether it's Facebook, because he's built his business on the back of email marketing. He owns that marketing channel. He doesn't have to worry about that. He knows that if he needs cash flow, he can use email to generate it. And it's not too late for you to build that same system into your business. So listen into this episode for us to talk about the email system that he's running with and the email strategies that he's using. Um, Then stick around to the end for uh, a special little freebie because, of course, you know, I'm a huge fan of email marketing. This episode is music to my ears, so I have a little something to offer you at the very end. So make sure you listen until the end. Without further ado, thanks so much for coming on the show, Logan. Yeah, glad to be here. Should be a fun conversation. Yeah, I'm really excited to chat today. Before we dive into to the meat of our conversation, can you just give the listeners a bit of an overview of your company, what you guys sell, and your role there? Right. 
So Lost Empire Herbs is focused on herbal supplements. We sell all kinds of stuff that the vast majority of people have never heard of before, uh, but with a focus on improving health and performance. And kind of our main thing is around hormonal support for both men and women. Uh, so if you need any help there, definitely check us out. Uh, I am the CEO and co-founder. I founded the company along with my two brothers, Cloud and Zane. Uh, so got an interesting family dynamic and a growing team. We're seven-figure business with about 15 or so different employees. So it's been a fun ride. We didn't know what we were doing when we got started, but we've been learning as we went along. Awesome. I love it. And one thing that's really interesting about your business that you just said is that like people have never even heard of these products that you're selling before. So I just want to dive right into that. Like, how are you? How are you selling seven figures worth of this stuff every year when people have never heard of the stuff that you're selling before? Well, I, I'd say that herbs in general as supplements is a growing market. It is certainly getting more awareness. So there are some things that more people have heard of. A lot of people are. Uh, beginning to get hip to some of the adaptogen herbs like uh, rhodiola or eulothero or ashwagandha, then the, the medicinal mushrooms that are out there, reishi, chaga, cordyceps, and whatnot. Um, people are starting to talk about these more in other places, so there is awareness growing of them. That being said, like those are some of the more mainstream ones, and we have like our top seller is pine pollen. Uh, it's literally the pollen of pine trees, and it, it works really well for hormone support so that's it's just a great thing and yeah most people don't know uh overall our culture has been kind of indoctrinated into this western medical mindset of drugs and whatnot but really uh there's a whole long history of herbal use from many places across the world and uh, it can be a great adjunct to whatever else you're doing in order to help support health and performance Nice. And one thing that I think is another interesting thing about your business is when you get to your website, when you go to lostempireherbs.com, you know, it's, it's, in theory, it's your typical e-commerce site. But when you start to really look at it, it's not at all like your main call to action on your landing page above the fold that you see right when you get to the website is you're driving people directly to your newsletter. Can you tell me like your thoughts behind that and kind of the strategy uh, for doing that? Yeah, that actually will be changed soon. I'll mention that. Uh, we're just rolling out a quiz. So one of the biggest thing, because your average person going to our website hasn't heard of any of these herbs, uh, they're a bit overwhelmed with it. So we have finally developed a quiz that should be taking the place of that uh, any day now that just actually points people in the right direction, asks a few questions, and narrows them down to one of our many different products. Uh, so we'll be testing that out. But the reason we have the newsletter is such a big focus is, well, predominantly, I have another business called Legendary Strength that is in the more of the fitness space and strength training and information marketing. Um, so I have a whole bunch of different books and videos and different things along those lines. And the, the email marketing has always been a huge part of what I did. That business started first and kind of uh, was the foundation from which Lost Empire Herbs began. Uh, but I took all that skill set of the email marketing, of the information marketing, and used that with what we we're doing at Lost Empire Herbs. Nice. So like, what would you say like from a high level, would you say your funnel is something like people... I mean, where do people first hear about you? Are you running ads and doing that kind of stuff? We have a little bit of everything going on. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it can be ads or affiliates or definitely word of mouth because our customers do love us. So they tend to spread the word. We're also on Amazon. Uh, so, yeah, just a little bit of everything. 
Nice. Okay, so, so you're driving this traffic to your site, and then is the goal to get them on the email list? I mean, obviously, you want people to buy, but I also see like you have a big push to get people on the email list as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, once they buy, then they're getting on the email list. So we we certainly want the email either way. So because our product is, uh, it's not like an impulse buy, it's something that people need awareness around with the newsletter. And uh, we also have various uh, special reports and whatnot, some more focused funnels where we collect the email opt-in. We're then educating the customer. Um, so if you have your average person that has never heard of these herbs and they often taste really bad and are awkward to take and most people have never tried a tincture before then there's a lot of education that goes into that process and although other methods are great with videos and whatnot email marketing is still king it still drives tons of our revenue and it is the best channel with which to reach out people and teach them what we need to teach them in order for them to really become a good customer Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's music to my ears as an email marketer myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally agree. And uh, I'm curious, what does your email marketing look like on the back end? So you have a lot of different ways to get people on the list, a lot of funnels through that. You're launching this quiz, but like, um, like what are some ways, like are you sending out like consistent newsletters? Obviously, you've got some automation set up. What does that look like? Yeah, I'd say the the mainstay is just our our broadcast, which goes out to everyone on a daily basis, pretty much. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, we do a lot of it. And obviously, like daily broadcasts are not right for every e-commerce business. um, But we can talk about so many subjects. We have a wide range of herbs. We can just talk about health in general. There's a, a, a lot we can mention. So daily broadcast worked well for us we do have an option some people find that too much so right above the unsubscribe button at the bottom of the emails we say uh i forget the exact words but something along the lines of too many emails click here to switch to our weekly digest option so and in that we basically take what we used in the daily emails and put that together for a, a weekly email template um but yeah for the most part just kind of daily emails and we talk about all kinds of different things within those Nice. That's awesome. I I love how you give people the option to switch the cadence too. really cool. Um, So like, what are you writing in in these emails? Are they like plain text? You know, do they have images? Are you shooting out videos? Is it like, you know, like typical direct response kind of stuff? Or like, what are you sending? And then are you trying to get people to buy the product right away? Or do you not pitch? I'm curious what you guys are sending. Yeah. Um, And let me be clear. We also do have campaigns. So right when someone opts in we do have like a welcome sequence that really is kind of giving them the lay of the land of what we're all about and how we can benefit them Uh, i can go into more on that but to answer your question right now i used to do just plain text uh, that worked quite well for a while but now our our newsletters do look a little bit uh, prettier we do have a content manager and she works on all those different things so testing various images and banners that we have in there but for the most part the the text is the main body of it it is overwhelmingly i'd say direct response and or education and even some like edutainment right so the entertainment value along with education so i may be telling a story about something that happened uh lately i've been doing a series called the medical monopoly monday musings uh where i'm really kind of poking fun at Western medicine and all the not so great things they have going for them. Um, So that's one thing. Then we do also send people to the blog. We may have some videos on there as well. Uh, Sometimes it's just a little bit about a specific product, um, which may include reviews from customers. It may be a deeper dive on the science behind it. Uh, So we really cover the gamut. And that's why 
doing so, we can uh, we're able to email out daily. Right. What's the like besides like having all the content to um, to send daily? Like, is there any other like thought process behind it? Like, did you test it and it was like driving more money? So you're like, let's do this. Yeah, we looked a little bit about reducing volume, but essentially just the more email we send, the more we make. So just dollars and cents, and plus we right. have lots to say. <laughs> so <laughs> it just kind of it works for us. Right, and worst case scenario, the person just like, I guess you could say, opts down to the weekly yeah. newsletter that you get. Do you get like a different open rate on the daily emails versus the weekly emails? Yeah, is the weekly the is a bit higher. Um, I, it's been a little while since i looked at those stats so i can't say exactly but yeah the weekly does get a bit more got it okay cool really interesting uh one thing i kind of want to dive into is like with such a product that like needs a little more education than others what does your welcome series look like once you get people on your email list well so we have what is it somewhere around like 40 or 50 different items so it's there is some focus on like certain products, especially around like our, our biggest sellers because they're popular for a reason. But the welcome sequence is a large part of it is focusing people on who we are as a brand. Um, so, you know, what sets us apart from the competition. And there are a, a number of different things that we do. We have like third party independent lab testing done on all of our products and we make that just right there available on the website uh we because we got into this business my brothers and i uh kind of for our own supply like we wanted to have really great herbs for ourselves uh it's something we really care about so we take them and we're always searching for the best quality that we can find out there and uh you know there's a lot of suppliers there's lots of places to get herbs they're not all of the equal quality so we really focus on you know kind of three pillars of our business is the the quality of the herbs the quality of the information that we present the education around it then we also have great customer service in addition to that so that welcome campaign it is pointing them some different ways where they may find the the best herbs for them but it also teaches them about our company and why we're there for them in these different ways nice are you sending that daily also yeah all okay. our campaigns pretty much are uh, on a daily rhythm. And while that's doing so, we're not sending too many emails at once. They're not getting the broadcast emails while they're in certain campaigns. Got it. Okay, I see. So you're, you're, you're excluding them from the regular daily sends when they're in, you know, like the welcome sequence or, for example, like, I'm curious, what, what are you guys doing in terms of like driving repeat orders? Because you have a product that's really... I feel like has a lot of, you know, potential to drive repeat sales. Like once you start yep. taking a lot of these things, like they're consumable. You're gonna keep, yeah, exactly. Um, so what are some ways that you're, you're getting, like, do you sell subscriptions also or one time or? We do have subscriptions on a couple of products and eventually we do want to roll that out to every single product that we have that is in the pipeline. Uh, we're working on getting a little better inventory control, and we're oh, making a big it. switch in our operational system right now. So once that is running, we'll be able to do that. But for the most part, our sales are just single product at a time. Got it. So it's really important then to use like email and other ways to get people to come back. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Did you know that Shopify can't help you restore things that get deleted or accidentally changed in your store? Meet Rewind. Black Friday will be here before you know it. In the event of a data disaster, what do you do? You use Rewind. It's like having a magic undo button. 
They can back up Shopify and Klaviyo and give you peace of mind. And to help protect every store over the holidays, check out their special new free plan at rewind.io and back up your store today. Link is down in the sponsor section of the show notes as well. What are some of the ways, like what does your uh, like post-purchase sequence look like? Like how are you driving repeat orders? Yeah, so after a person has ordered for the first time, they we continue to send them information uh, specifically now more on how to consume the herbs. So a lot of our products are powders um, and you know you can mix these in waters and whatnot, but they have different tastes and some of them quite honestly taste quite bad. So uh, we, we give some education around that. Like we have a how to take herbs ebook. We do have some capsules of products and then tinctures, but yeah, so most people aren't familiar with this. So there's more education around that to help them consume and get the results they're looking for. And also, around the idea of what to look for. So we try to focus on herbs that most people will actually feel a difference from. I feel that most of the supplement world is kind of taken on faith. Oh, I heard this thing is good for me, so I take it and I don't know, like nothing happened. Uh, That's kind of how most of the world works. But with our herbs, a lot of them, some more so than others, they they tend to have an impact, like you might have greater energy or, uh, forgive me if anyone thinks this is graphic, but our pine pollen, one of the effects with that is that guys tend to wake up with more morning wood. So we have a morning wood guarantee on there. So we, we're educating them around these different things. And then kind of after that part, uh, our campaign is set up, I think a month or so later, then we incentivize them to come back with a coupon. And then... I, I believe after they've done a second order, that next campaign, uh, if a person has ordered from us three times, they become a VIP member. So we have a campaign set up around that saying what they get as a VIP, giving them a special bonus to come in. And our VIP is really just some exclusive products that we have limited qualities of. And we've actually started doing some direct mail VIP newsletters out as well. Nice. What does the so timing look like on those? Yeah, you yeah. got a lot going. You got a lot set up on the email end, and then you're still sending daily. It's a lot. What is the timing on the the post purchase stuff? Is that daily as well? No, so that's a bit more spread out. Um, I believe there's a couple like there's the standard transaction emails. Then there's probably uh, email. It may be daily or just a couple days spread apart. Just saying, like, here's some stuff about more taking the herbs. Then it's a long gap of time. They'll go back into our broadcast, and then it'll kick off into, like, the the reorder campaign, which may be a series of three or five emails. Uh, I'm not remembering exactly um, to kind of get them to use that, and then they'll be done with that campaign. Got it. Okay, neat. Neat. Yeah, this is all really cool stuff. I always love peeling back the curtain. I don't get to talk to too many people about this. Most people I run into are like, yeah, like uh, we know we should be doing email. Like we know we could be doing more, but it's like they're just like dragging their feet and they're doing all their Facebook ads and everything over there um, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, super cool. So one thing that you mentioned earlier is that you guys are currently like switching your back end. Like are you switching to like an ERP or something? Yeah. Yeah, ERP. Yeah, we're switching to NetSuite, which in hindsight was probably a little bit too big of a system. We bit off more than we could chew, but we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and should be going live any day now. Got it. Nice. Yeah. So that's one thing I noticed, like as e-commerce brands start to scale, like all the biggest ones are are on ERPs. What was the thought process behind switching to to that? We do have a long-term vision for the company of where we want to go. And 
the reason we chose NetSuite was it really would be the system we could be on 10 to 20 years from now, uh, rather than like switching to some system that would only serve us a couple years, then we'd have to move on to something else. So that was the the reasoning to really uh, be that kind of bedrock for our company for many years to come. What makes NetSuite good for like 10 to 20 years? Because I know it's been around for forever too. So like what, what compared to like, what's an alternative to that that wouldn't last as long? So yeah, it, the reason we're switching on that is it really around the inventory and supply and finances. Okay. Um, there's, we're looking, because honestly, we're kind of running things off spreadsheets here, which is, there's too much of a gap. So it's been right. tough getting on board. But uh, something simpler we were looking at was Skubana. Um, but yeah, that really, NetSuite is such a massive platform, such a massive system that uh, so much stuff can uh, run off it and huge companies are using it. So that's the idea of that we could continue for a, a long time frame on it. I'm assuming they're going to keep supporting it and keep it a good system for that kind of time frame. Uh, yeah. But I, I think that will happen. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think you made a good choice. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's really interesting, um, right? Like not just looking at like what's what's good for me now. I think that's kind of I noticed this with e-commerce stores too. Is like so many people plan very last minute. It's like oh, Black Friday's tomorrow. Uh, we should probably send an email, uh, like that kind of thing. But like the more you plan, like the better off you'll be. So that's really cool yeah. to see how you're thinking that, and also thinking ahead to the brands that like okay, this is the vision we kind of want to achieve. Here's another company who's kind of done that. What are they doing? And then kind of modeling after them. That's super cool. But anyway, we started to run out of time here. Really good stuff so far. As we as we start to wind down, I'm curious, like looking back on the business, is there anything that you might do differently knowing what you know now? Yeah, one of the main things was we kind of just scaled horizontally as far as expanding our product line. Uh, it would have been better in the first place to really kind of focus on something and especially build good marketing funnels that we can reliably, you know, like pay uh, $10 in ads and get X result from that. Uh, I feel had we done that earlier, then uh, we'd be in a better place now. And even right now we're working on focusing in that same sort of way and doing it. So I think that is good advice. Like it's, I feel it's easier to just expand product line. Um, So kind of took the easy route in doing that. Got it. Yeah, yeah. That's great advice. And yeah, yeah. So much to unpack here. Um, if if somebody is in a in a similar position, like, what do you think the one thing they can do, like today, to get on on the right track, is? Well, I'd say for most people listening, if you're not emailing, there's a <laughs> email more. It, yeah. it tends to work. It's it's a big driver of revenue. Um, so yeah, that that's gonna definitely help. If you get in any sort of cash flow crunch, have a sale, it, it works. Yeah, like what 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 is the effect of like having email in your business? Like, what are the things like? Do you have more certainty in it? Are you less worried about like Facebook ads rising? Like, what are? Yeah, what we've are... actually stopped doing Facebook advertising. Uh, around the nature of our herbs uh hormone health comes along with like sexual performance so facebook just hates us they've okay. shut down many accounts uh we actually just stopped completely advertising on facebook a couple months ago we'll probably get back to it at some point but we just figured let's take the ad spend and go elsewhere also it tended to be like the lowest roi compared to other channels um and i think it's just going to continue in that way and continue to get more restrictive so really not 
harping on Facebook, but that's us. You know, other businesses may not have those problems, and it may be the the best platform. But yeah, overall, just email works. So uh, we'll spend a bit more on that. Yeah, yeah, and email is like unbeatable ROI. Like, there's nothing yeah. that comes close, and no. it's owned. Like you own it. You don't have to worry about like, I mean, you think about Facebook coming under fire for all these different privacy concerns and then limiting the things that you can target in your ads. Like you used to be able to target so many things that you can't even anymore because of that. Um, right. And, and it's only going to get worse. Like yep. Google, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or other people listening, but anything alternative health that is not standard Western conventional medicine basically just lost a whole bunch of rankings in Google. Right. Uh, that was terrible. So, Even yeah, some we, legit blogs. What was that one? That one really big? Was it Examine? Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, Examine lost it. Self-hack. Got, like these ones yeah. that like aren't controversial at all. It just is not the mainstream thing. We So we suffered from that. And that's kind of ironic because we were just devoting more time to SEO. Like oh, that was man. one of the channels that we were doing, having some good success in with all the content we were doing. Uh, but yeah, we just not able to recover and it seemed they have it out for us. So uh, thinking about that, it goes back to what you're saying, having control. So email is a channel that you control. We're starting to work in direct mail. So actually like physically mailing people, that's nice. a channel that we control. Uh, so really looking for that because uh, things are going to get worse in these big tech giants. Yeah, for sure. I, and like, imagine you run a business and you don't like, you don't have those restrictions on Facebook and Google. And then you even like add email as fuel to the fire. I mean, that's just like, that's scale. Like it's just unlimited scale there. Cause you have so much profit you can reinvest back in the business. And it's just like, I mean, if it's crushing for you, like if somebody can actually run ads profitably too, and not get hammered by Facebook and <laughs> get banned all the time, it's just, it's crazy yeah. what you can do with it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I would say most businesses, if if you do not have you know decent campaigns or broadcast emails, and you know many businesses like a weekly email should be just fine. Like that's low hanging fruit for businesses that don't have that in place already. Yep, and it's money that's already in your business. Yeah, yep. this is this is music to my ears, man. <laughs> but hey, as we wrap up here, uh, where can we go to learn more about you and and what you're doing? Uh, head on over to lostempireherbs.com. You can check out the herbs, find out a lot about me. Uh, I also mentioned legendarystrength.com. That's my other website. So if you're interested in strength training, we didn't talk about that, but I do some unusual things like rip decks of cards in half, bend horseshoes, uh, do backflips, all kinds of stuff there. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, I got some interesting stuff going on. Then I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, various places like that. Nice. If we had video for the podcast, I'd totally roll some clips of that. I wish I could. I'm going to go check that yeah, out afterwards. Though. On uh, legendarystrength.com, there's a, a best of tab. Click on that and you can see some of my best feats of strength, like pulling a fire truck by my hair, juggling kettlebells lit Holy on fire. And much more. So what the heck? If you want entertainment, that's a good place to check out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, if you guys wanna, you wanna just lose. If you if you have some time to pass, you got something you need to procrastinate. Maybe it's sending that next email campaign. Go check that out. Holy cow! Here it is. Pulling a fire truck by my hair. Yep. Uh, I know what I'm doing for the next uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> this is great. Well, hey, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, had a good time. Thank you for having me. What a great conversation uh, we had today with uh, Logan. And listen, I just want to say that if you relate to that at the end, if you're not doing email marketing, I get it. It's a pain in the butt. It's a lot of work. It's complicated. It's an afterthought. That's why Wavebreak exists. You know, like maybe you're responsible for everything with the company. You know, maybe you're not sure if you're doing things right when it comes to email. Uh, Maybe you want your email list to be more engaged. 
maybe you're concerned your customers aren't engaged with email. That's not going to work for them. Uh, we had a client who paid ads accounted for like basically 100% of his sales when he came to us and he said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm not even sure if this is going to work for me. But it did. And uh, he ended up tripling his business because of what email was able to do. We added our system to his business. We took our process and uh, we always build on top of Clavio. And we, we added it to his business and his business was able to triple in total revenue. And I asked him, hey man, you've been growing like crazy. How, how have you been able to do this? And he said, now that I have email on the back end, I'm getting more repeat customers, which is leading into a higher lifetime value, which gives me more money and profit to reinvest back into the business and just grow the company. And since then, he went from shipping these orders, um, you know, basically just being by himself and, uh, you know, like small team to now, you know, they, he has an entire warehouse. He's getting ready to launch another brand and all this stuff. Like he's grown this into, you know, multi, multi-million dollar company. And it's, it's really really fun to watch. You know, I'm sure you know the power of email marketing. You've heard me preach it on this podcast. Um, you know, maybe you have low email revenue. Uh, maybe you think there's more that you could be doing, you know, Facebook ads and Instagram ads and all that stuff. It's, it's getting pricier. You should be thinking about hitting email marketing more and you should really want to make email a stable channel that you can rely on. And the reality is to accomplish that, you need email to be taken care of by somebody good. You can't just leave it on the back burner until something needs to be done. Uh, you need it to be taken care of by someone good and you need an advanced approach. And that's why Wearbreak exists. Like I said, like we can go into your company and maximize your email revenue. And then from there, you can take that and you can scale your business. And my schedule is pretty full these days. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm doing a lot of these interviews, um, especially nowadays, you know, with Q4 and everything. But listen, every week I set aside time to help people like you to stop leaving money on the table and help them maximize their email revenue. If you're interested in having a conversation and just talking with me, it's not a sales call. There's no obligation. Like our track record is great. Like we crush it for our clients and we're not trying to grow super fast. Like we're trying to help as many companies as possible, but we're trying to do that. We're not trying to be like other agencies, right? Like other agencies brag like, oh my goodness, we tripled our headcount. It's like, wow, that's so sick. So you're putting a bunch of junior people who have no idea what they're doing on these accounts. That's not what we do at Wavebreak. Um, we have a proven process that we follow. And we literally could take somebody off the street and put them in. But uh, the reality is we give you an experienced team to, who comes into your team, acts as an extension of your team, and maximizes your email revenue. And the first step is to just hop on a call with me. And I want you to get as much out of our time together as possible. And basically what I do is uh, there's going to be a link down in the show notes of this, call, of, of, this, um, of this episode to book a call with me. We'll just hop on a quick intro call. We'll talk about where your business is at, where your goals are. And I'll just ask you, uh, we'll just drill into a lot of really specific questions about your business and about your email marketing and then see if it might be a fit. And if there might be a fit, then we'll continue the conversation. But I'm not going to try to sell you on that call even. It's just to get connected and see if there might even be a fit. Uh, because the reality is we're really picky about who we work with, like I said, because we have such a great track record and we want to keep it that way. And we're not going to work with you if you don't think we can help. But if your ads are getting more expensive and you want to maximize your email revenue and you're looking for a long-term team player to add and be your email marketing arm, reach out. Click that link down below, schedule a call. Like I said, it's no obligation. I'm not a hard salesperson. Like you've been listening to this podcast. Like you know me, it's literally like talking to a friend. And if I think I can help you, then I'll invite you to work with us. And um, But it's not going to be like you know one of those crazy things. So yeah, take the first step, schedule that call if this sounds like something that you know you need to do and you've just been putting it off for too long. 
Link is down in the show notes below. Just click it, fill out a quick form, and then you'll be directed to pick a time on my calendar. Talk to you soon.